You're listening to Audio Divina, reflecting on the Sunday Gospel with Father Francis J. Maloney. In this episode, we look at the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, verses 1 to 13, where, immediately after hearing Jesus' genealogy, showing that he is the Son of God, Satan enters the story to test whether that is true. We begin with the reading of the text from Michael. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the desert for forty days, being put to the test by the devil. During that time, he ate nothing, and at the end, he was hungry. Then the devil said to him, If you are Son of God, tell this stone to turn into a loaf. But Jesus replied, Scripture says human beings live not on bread alone. Then, leading him to a height, the devil showed him in a moment of time all the kingdoms of the world and said to him, I will give you all this power and their splendor, for it has been handed over to me for me to give it to anyone I choose. Do homage then to me, and it shall all be yours. But Jesus answered him, Scripture says, You must do homage to the Lord your God, him alone you must serve. Then he led him to Jerusalem and set him on the parapet of the temple. If you are son of God, he said to him, throw yourself down from here, for scripture says he has given his angels orders about you to guard you, and again they will carry you in their arms in case you trip over a stone. But Jesus answered him, Scripture says, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Having exhausted every way of putting him to the test, The devil left him until the opportune moment. We will now hear a reflection on the text from Father Maloney. During the period of Lent, the Gospel of Luke will continue to be the main focus of the lectionary. However, rather than following the story as Luke tells it, in sequence, the church uses select readings that are more focused upon themes that are important to our celebration of the period of Lent. In the Gospel of Luke, Jesus has been proclaimed Son of God three times in the very first pages of the Gospel. Mary of Nazareth was told that the child she would bear would be the Son of God. John the Baptist has witnessed the voice of heaven announcing, This is my beloved Son. And then immediately previous to the account that we read on the first Sunday of Lent of what we call the temptation of Jesus from Luke chapter 4, There is a long genealogy, and the genealogy begins with Jesus and goes through a long history to eventually proclaim that Jesus is the fruit of a line that comes from the son of Enos, son of Seth, son of Adam, son of God. So in Luke's genealogy, he is Son of God, three times, to Mary, the Baptist, and then the genealogy. 
The passage that we read in the liturgy today depends upon this proclamation that Jesus is the Son of God. Because in this episode, Satan decides that he's going to test the Son of God. Today's Gospel can be entitled, The Testing of God's Son. The Gospel opens with a powerful invocation of the presence of the Holy Spirit in Jesus' life. He is filled with the Holy Spirit. He left the Jordan where he was baptised and where the genealogy has been proclaimed, and he's led by the Spirit into the wilderness. The wilderness is an important setting in the Bible because it's a place where good things happen and bad things happen. And particularly important in the biblical tradition is Israel's experience in the desert. It was a wonderful time when the nations claimed to be a people of God was established with the gift of the law on Mount Sinai in the desert. So it was a place of great blessing, where they were gifted with the manna, with the fire going before them through the night. But it's also the place where they were tempted and where they fell. Against this background, the book of Deuteronomy is addressed to Israel, telling them that they will be severely tested and they must behave as children of God. Particularly in Deuteronomy 6 and Deuteronomy 8, Israel is told that if they're going to be children of God, they must behave in a certain way. And it is to this background that Satan returns. Satan tests the sonship of Jesus by saying three times, if you are the son of God. But unlike Israel in the desert, who succumbed to the temptations and thus put at risk their becoming children of God, Jesus uses the word of God taken from those very chapters in the book of Deuteronomy to defeat the powers of evil. To the first temptation, if you are the Son of God, tell this stone to turn into bread. Jesus replies by citing Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 3, We do not live on bread alone. To the second temptation, if you are the Son of God, worship me then, and all shall be yours. And Jesus replies in terms of Deuteronomy chapter 6, you must worship the Lord your God. And in the final temptation on the parapet of the temple, if you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here. And Satan uses scripture itself. He will put his angels in charge of you to guard you. Satan plays Jesus' game. But Jesus dismisses Satan from the story with the words, again taken in Deuteronomy chapter 6, you must not put the Lord your God to the test. Contrary to the way in which Israel failed in its challenge to be children of God, Jesus based himself on the word of God. Man does not live on bread alone, 
you must worship the Lord your God. And even when challenged by a misuse of the word of God by Satan about his angels, he returns to overcome that use of the psalm to warn Satan, you must not put the Lord your God to the test. There can be no doubt about the authenticity of the unswerving loyalty of Jesus' response to God as his son. We know that Jesus is the Son of God. We have been informed that he is the Son of God in the Annunciation to Mary, in the voice from heaven with the Baptist, and in his genealogy concluding with the proclamation that Jesus is the Son of God. But this is what Satan questions. In questioning Jesus being the Son of God, Satan even uses the Word of God. In responding to this temptation, Jesus reverses the experience of Israel in the desert and focuses upon the Word of God from those chapters in the book of Deuteronomy. And in doing so, he becomes the founder of a new people. As the people of Israel were called to be children of God, the former people. However, our text today ends with a threat, a subtle threat. We are told that, vanquished, the devil left him to return at an appointed time. Across the whole of the Gospel of Luke, Satan never appears again. Until that time, in chapter 22, when Satan enters into Judas, and the betrayer sets in motion the passion and the death of Jesus. That is the appointed time. But during the time from his first temptation, when Jesus overcomes the temptations of Satan, embraces the word of God, he founds a new people. He brings a new way of living, in the kingdom, in his openness to all, in his ultimately immeasurable compassion, only at the end will Satan interrupt this foundation, which, of course, in due course, will also be defeated by the resurrection of Jesus. And so we begin our first Sunday of Lent with this reflection upon the fact that even Jesus was tempted. And Jesus was tempted by being challenged on his sonship. Is he really a child of God, the child of God? The Lenten period which we begin with this gospel text calls us as followers of Jesus to examine where we stand. Lent is a good time to look at how we handle our temptations, the many temptations that come to us in their varied ways. Do we stand on the side of ancient Israel and Judas, who heard and experienced the word of God, but did not respond to its call? Or do we rather stand on the side of Jesus, true to God's word, God's presence among us in the Eucharist, in our faith, in the word we proclaim, in our shared love, 
This is where we will find our sonship. This is where we become children of God. Do we have the courage, like Jesus, to insist upon the uniqueness of God and become sons and daughters of God? Temptations of all kinds are part of our lives. It is important to know that Jesus himself experienced them. The placing of the temptation of Jesus at the beginning of all three synoptic Gospels, told in different ways, is a way in which the Gospel writers inform us that temptation was a part of Jesus' lifelong presence. And in fact, in the letter to the Hebrews, we are explicitly told that he is tempted like us in all things, but he does not sin. So Jesus experienced everything that we experience, and temptations are a part of that. And so while we recognise that temptation is a part of our lives, as it was a part of the life of Jesus, we must also respond to our Gospel today to look at Jesus' response to temptation. He found peace and courage and ultimately victory in the word of his Father and in the dignity of his being God's Son. As we begin our Lenten journey, we are asked to do the same, to entrust ourselves to the word of God, to one another, to the presence of Jesus in our lives, in our communities and our Eucharistic celebrations. In this way, we too, even though our being children of God will always be tested, we can affirm in our lives and before others the dignity of being God's children. We now recommend 10 to 15 minutes of personal reflection on what you've just heard. Please pause the track now and press play when you're ready to return. We conclude with the reading of the text from Steph. Filled with the Holy Spirit, Jesus left the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the desert for 40 days, being put to the test by the devil. During that time, he ate nothing, and at the end, he was hungry. Then the devil said to him, If you are son of God, tell this stone to turn into a loaf. But Jesus replied, Scripture says, Human beings live not on bread alone. Then, leading him to a height, The devil showed him in a moment of time all the kingdoms of the world and said to him, I will give you all this power and their splendor, for it has been handed over to me, for me to give to anyone I choose. Do homage then to me, and it shall be yours. But Jesus answered him, Scripture says, You must do homage to the Lord your God. Him alone you must serve. Then he led him to Jerusalem and set him on the parapet of the temple. If you are son of God, he said to him, throw yourself down from here, for scripture says, 
He has given his angels orders about you, to guard you, and again, they will carry you in their arms in case you trip over a stone. But Jesus answered him, Scripture says, Do not put the Lord your God to the test. Having exhausted every way of putting him to the test, the devil left him until the opportune moment. Thanks for listening to Audio Divina. Special thanks to our readers for the episode, Michael Gartland and Steph Prigg. If you would like to contact Father Maloney or the podcast team, please write to us at audiodivina at salesians.org.au.